family, you're welcome to Naked with Onome podcast and I'm still your host Onome. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for subscribing, for liking, for sharing this podcast. I really appreciate And we are still on the bench series. It's a brand new episode and today our topic is God, our comfort in the place of pain. Does God really comfort us in pain? Does he even understand what we are going through? I have a guest with me today who is going to dissect that topic for us. I have with me today Inia Basi. Inia Basi is an artist, she's a therapist, she's a speaker, she's a woman who wears so many hats. So I found her on social media and I've been following her for a very long while now and she has been a blessing to my life. Each time I'm going through challenges, I have something going on in my head, I just go through her page and I find words that actually help me go in. I really find comforting words and more importantly i love how she pictures god as a father so it's really a big honor having her here today to talk to us about god our comfort in the place of being ladies and gentlemen boys and girls please help me welcome the amazing Ini Abasi. so um let me start with the question so the first thing is can we get to know a little about you uh yeah sure um even though I was hoping that you would have <laughs> you would have done some research. But yeah, okay, I'm uh, my name is Inia Basi Um I I'm an artist, I'm a writer and I'm a broadcaster. Um I am also an art therapist. And yeah, that's that's basically it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So, um, what exactly are you passionate about? I know you said you're an artist, so what exactly keeps you going? Um, I'm passionate about whatever it is that God is passionate about, and He lets me know this is it on my heart. Um, art, um, so how do I say? I'm, I'm passionate about art, I'm passionate about you know my family, my husband, my, my son. Um, I'm passionate about God, everything that God is passionate about, everything that, you know, he's doing in the season, um, I'm there, you know, I'm a hundred percent. I'm also passionate about, um, sex, relationship, and marriage. Um, I'm, I'm really, 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 really passionate about it because I know that it's a concern, a huge concern for God right now. And it's something that he has placed a burden in my heart to be concerned about. So, so yeah, I am. That's, that's basically, basically that's, in a nutshell. That's a lot of plenty to <laughs> um, Okay, so have you ever been in this situation where you wondered where is God? Like, the pain is also deep and you feel like, where is he in all of this? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm even in one right now, presently. Wow. Um, these things, yeah, these things, they happen. Um, life experiences, they come. Um, life happens and you wonder where is God? God, where are you? I, I said this statement um, three days ago. I closed my eyes and tears in my eyes and I said, God, where are you? Mm-hmm. But the, the beautiful thing about um, having experienced something like this before and experiencing it now is that now there's a lot of maturity and now I have um, a better knowledge of God and how things work. And I may not know how the situation is going to pan out, how it's going to end up, but I know that God is faithful. That's the beautiful thing about it. So yes, I have been in a situation like that prior before now. Um, 
um, I have. Uh, oh, oh, to answer your question, yes, I have. I have been in this situation. Okay, can so, you yes, share one of those yes. experiences with us? Like, just okay. All right. So I was waiting for that. Okay. So um, four years ago, or five years ago. No, I'm trying to remember. 2014 is how many years ago now? That's six years ago. Twenty fourteen. Six years ago. Six years ago. Six years ago. Um, six years ago. I, I was kidnapped and raped, oh. and I remember at first when it happened, I told myself I wasn't going to, you know, ask why me or why did this happen or oh, where were you. But the thing about situations like that, especially when you, you know, you have to be honest with yourself, to so your own self, be true. And so I was. And eventually, when I went through the process of grieving and you know sadness and depression, I went through the whole process of asking God questions and asking Him, "Where were you? Why didn't you save me? What you know? Why did you sit back and let that happen? You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, but yes, God did answer me, not immediately, but yes, He did. Truth is that God never left. There was never a time that he wasn't there while everything was happening. And um, I was able to see and understand that the way God works is this. He will never give you what you can't handle and what you cannot bear. Yeah. And there are some of us, he allows um, these things to happen to, not that he can't prevent it, he can. But what he sees is that he is let me okay let me let me not generalize let me speak about myself for me the understanding i got was that god was sure about me and i say that what i mean is this he was sure that i would be able to come out of it yeah. and help other people come out of it as well now i say that not to say that or not to mean that you know, god allows bad things to happen just because he wants to help other people know what i mean is the devil will try his best. He will do things to try and deter you from your destiny or deter you from your purpose. But what he doesn't know is that he's always, 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 always will be, always has been God's errand boy. And so God always turns these situations around for good. And so um, I, I, I got to understand that it wasn't that God wasn't there. It was just that he gave me grace to go through it. He was actually there because if he wasn't there, it could have been worse than what it was. You know, um, the, night when, the night when I was kidnapped, you know, before they even raped me, they were discussing about how they were going to kill me. Wow. You know, because they had asked me to close my eyes and I wasn't closing my eyes because I wanted to see where I was going. I wanted to see where they were taking me, what was happening. I would close my eyes, but I would open it again, and they would beat me and stuff. And then they kept complaining that I, I had seen their faces, and I was going to um, snitch on them, yeah. you know. Um, and they were discussing how they were going to kill me, where they would build my body, and you know, it was going to happen. It was they were they were holding guns. It was going to happen, but God was there, and it didn't happen. They just dropped me off after they raped me, you know car they dropped me off you know and I had been gone because I'd gone to celebrate my sister's birthday with my sisters and my family and, and friends and I had been gone from the restaurant for about five hours 
was able to when, when they dropped me off at the time they dropped me somewhere behind my office in VI and so I was able to get a cab just to get to my office and beg one of my colleagues to take me back to the restaurant. Now the the, the major thing is this even after all that had happened you know going through the, the years after that um experiencing the pain of reliving this nightmare over and over again the 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 beautiful thing about it was that through everything and every day god was right there beside me teaching me holding my hand helping me to cope um and i was willing i was i was willing to I was willing to listen to him. I was willing to allow him because I didn't want to be in that position forever. I didn't want to be a recluse. I didn't want to be one of those people whereby um or um, or who 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 get raped and they now shut the whole world out or become you know a shadow of themselves. I I told myself that I wasn't going to be like that. And you know, it's also the reason why I am also sure that God was sure about me. he was confident that you know the spirit he had put inside me was a fighting spirit and so he said you know this one she can handle this this one she will come out of it and I will be with her every step of the way so yes i did cry there were moments when i wasn't strong every oh my goodness i wasn't strong every single day no i was not in fact the first few years i wasn't strong at all i was crying every day um i would be at work i used to work at a radio station and i would go on air and after i come off air right there in the studio i would be crying sometimes i would be on air talking through the microphone and be crying um i spent days and days and days in the bathroom and my office on the floor sometimes i would be there and take off all my clothes and just be crying you know at first when this experience happened um having a bath was such an issue because I couldn't bear to even touch myself you know I just I couldn't do it it was it was you know it was hard and so yes I, I'm not I'm, I'm I'm saying this to say that it was strong every single time for two full years I couldn't sleep I wasn't sleeping I was wide awake every night um because through my eyes meant that I would relive the nightmare of what had happened detail by detail so instead of closing my eyes so that I wouldn't see what happened before I would stay awake but you know when this happened um when this happened a few days after I remember I took a week off work and I should have taken longer to be honest but you know I I was proud and I thought to myself I'm not going to let this affect my life I'm going to go back to work so this happened on Monday I went to work and I couldn't do it because I couldn't even say hello to anybody without crying breaking down and so I finally told my boss what happened and he told me take as much time as you need go home and I told myself I'm only going to take a week <laughs> I came back a week after and I was still a mess you know anyway so um I was at home during this week off and I remember my siblings had gone to work in the morning you know to catch to beat the morning traffic and I was looking out the window I was watching the sun come up and God said to me he said you trust me and I thought that I said yes I do and he said can you see the sun coming up and I said yes I can 
and he said, so long as the sun comes up every morning, you'll be all right. Wow. And since then till now, I have held that very close. Even even three days ago when I told you that I closed my eyes and I was in tears and afraid of asking God, where are you? I remember that promise that God made to me. And I shook it off and I said, the sun came up today, the sun will come up tomorrow and I'm going to be all right, I'm going to be fine. So the difference between then and now is this. Um, Not really different, but kind of similar. But the difference between then and now is this. Then I had just gotten the promise over the years. I've seen the promise manifest. And I can tell you that throughout my life, one of the things I know God to be as is faithful. And I, I, my, my, my two most favorite songs in the whole world <laughs> are, one is the steadfast love of the Lord, never sees it. Um, it is new every morning. And the second one is great is thy faithfulness. Um, I know God as faithful. I call him faithful. It's my favorite, my favorite name to call God as because I've lived it, I've experienced it, and I know that it's true. There are times when, you know, you would find yourself in situations where you would look around and it's like, God is just silent. You look around and it's like, God is not even doing anything. Like as if he's forgotten you or he is just, you know, everything else is happening around you. Life is stretching you, life is pulling you apart. People are moving on with their lives. Um, people have it going good for them, but for you, it's just you know why can't why can't it why can't it just go good for me you know? But you know it's even in those times that God is closest. And if you if you if you take time and be still, that's why the Bible says, "Be still and know that I am God." If you take time and be still, you would hear Him, you would feel Him, you would even see Him. Because a lot of times the things that we want to, you know, be going for us may not be going as we as we expect that they should be going. But if you look around, there are little things, little things that are falling into place that we're not even taking note of that God is taking care of, you know. And He is faithful. He's faithful every single day, every single season. So yeah. Yeah. I was I was a lot. Um, so, can I ask you, for somebody who is listening to you right now, who is feeling like, oh, how did she go through all of this? Because she said God spoke to her. So, how can we find comfort in that place of pain? Like, how do we really find comfort? Even say we want to move on like you, like, how exactly do we find that comfort? Just belief, you know, and um, first of all, you believing that, you knowing that God exists is faith. And so for you to find your comfort is faith as well. The Bible says that you encourage yourself in the Lord. It may sound like a, such a far-fetched statement, but it is the truth. Now, when I found myself in this, when this all of this happened to me, I couldn't pray. I couldn't worship. Um, but over time, okay, first of all, okay, over time, I would remember a song it will just float through my mind and i will hold on to it it will be my anchor for two days for a week for two weeks even if it was the song was what a friend we have in jesus Mm. i would just sing it over and over again 
And my sister said something to me one day. She said, um, it's okay for you to cry. It's okay for you to feel hurt. It's okay for you to be angry. Have those feelings. But as soon as, because every feeling has a, it has a, a fleeting time limit. But as soon as the feeling relieves you, even if it's for a few seconds, get up and move. Okay, get up and move. Move, go on with life, do what you need to do. If there's something in your mind you want to go and have your back, go and have your back. If you want to go and see someone, go see someone. If you want to go and eat, go and eat. If you want to write, go ahead and write. Even if the feeling comes back five minutes later, it's okay. Just get up and move. Don't stop moving, okay? Don't stop moving, but don't stop feeling. Okay, allow yourself to have these feelings. And so the same thing with the Word of God and with the presence of God as well. Allow yourself to have these moments where you remember that God is good. Okay, remind yourself that God is good. When the memory comes back to you, hold on to it. Hold on to it so tightly. Don't let go. Hold on to it like a lifetime, like as if that's all you have, like as if your life depends on it, because in actuality, it does. When I would remember a song or I would remember a scripture, you know, a verse from the Bible, I would hold on to it for days. And I would keep I would, I would keep repeating it in my mind over and over and over and over again and over again and over again. It would be my peace. It would be my so I found comfort in God. I did. Although I, I did find I tried to find comfort in other things like sex. Mm. I I psyched myself into believing that if I had sex with other guys, it would take away the feeling of being weak. It's the biggest mistake and the biggest lie I told myself. And it was uh, the biggest mistake of my life because I sunk deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into what I could never have pulled myself out of if not for God. And after a while, I realized that God worked better. <laughs> he worked best. So I found comfort in God. And, you know, when they say find comfort in God, it sounds cliche, but it's not. Look, listen, it's not. It is the truth. It's the only way. It's your life. You know, it's find comfort in God. Find a song. Find find a, a scripture, even if you cannot pray. I know what it is. There are sometimes for two years, look, for two years, my only prayer, the only thing I could say was God please for two full years I couldn't say anything more than that I couldn't articulate how I was feeling to God but I knew that he could see my heart okay and that's the thing God God sees your heart he hears what you cannot say all he just asked is that in this moment where you are hurting when you're in pain as he's close to you be close to him as well because things he's right there He's right there. All he's waiting for you to do is it's just like you sitting beside someone. So God is sitting down beside you and his arms are open and he's just looking at you hurting as you're hurting as well, waiting for you to just turn to him because he has all the answers. He has the comfort you're looking for. He has the knowledge that you seek. You know, he has the solution. So all he's just asking is that you turn to him. And I realized that, I realized that, you know, that that was what I had to do. And so I even remember um, always feeling guilty because of 
having sex and you know having multiple relationships and just being so terrible and wanting to be clean for God. The days where I would be okay, yeah, be clean. The days when I wouldn't be clean, felt dirty, felt guilty and ashamed, I would worship. And I missed, I missed the days when I would worship because I felt so much peace, you know. And then I remember one day I got home from a guy's house and I had this spot in my room where I I used to worship. I used to kneel down beside my bed and worship and I crawled there that place and I was crying and I told God I said, I'm sorry. And it's it's me again. I'm here. I really want to be here, but I don't think I can because you know, I was giving all my excuses and crying and just and I heard God tell me very clearly, he said, no matter what happens, don't be absent from here. Mm. Now, the gravity of that statement means it doesn't matter how <laughs> how dirty you feel or how guilty you think you are, God is right there beside you. Even doing the, the nonsense that you're doing, God is right there. All he's just asking and waiting is that you turn to him. Um, when you find yourself in a place where um, you're seeking comfort or you don't know what to do, just close your eyes and say, God, please, he will, he will answer you. He will. Mm. Okay, so what's mm. that? Okay. What's that stands out for me about you is how you talk about God, like, I see you and him are physically seen all the time. Like, he's so sorry, like, I know there are times in my life where I just go back on your post and I just read them and I feel like, how does she do it? Like, I mean, I feel like this is so real. And I know, um, I think a lot of people like me too will be like, how exactly does she do it? So for a lot of people who are really looking at having God as, as a father, as a friend, how exactly do you go about that? So um, it wasn't until well, people started people started saying things like what you just said, and I realized, oh, okay, this is a, this is a thing <laughs> that I realized what I had that I think I even take for granted sometimes. But um, it's a relationship I have with God that has built over time, mm-hmm. and I I wanted it. I didn't. I didn't. I would say now more than ever, I work hard at it. Okay, now more than ever, I strive to constantly hear him. You know, I ask him. But before it was a, let's just say it was a gift that God gave me. And um, I, I remember that, um, hmm, how to explain this? I would, I would say that it's something that I've cultivated over the years. Um, I would hear God and I would obey. I would hear God say something to me and I would obey. I would hear him say something to me and I would write it down. I love to journal. I still do. So sometimes I'll take, that, that was how I used to hear God first. I will get a pen and a journal, and I just be writing at first how I feel, how I feel, what I'm thinking, and then I would hear something and I would write it down, and it was always so apt, it was always so true, um, it always felt so good, and so I 
look forward to it every time. Excuse me. I look forward to it every time. I would look forward to writing and listening. And after a while, I look forward to. I remember that there was a time um, between when I left school and NYSC. I I just really, really, really was hungry for God. I just knew that there was more, you know. And so I'll wake up really early in the morning before all my siblings, before the whole house woke up, and I'll go to um, the living room and I'll just be there worshiping. I love to worship. I've always loved to worship. And I'll be there and I'll be crying my face off. <laughs> and when I was done, I pick up my journal again. I read the word, and this is what I used to say. I would say, I don't want to see what I want to see. I want you to show me what you want me to see. Mm. And I would also say, Papa, meet me here. <laughs> it's so funny because as I just said that I realized that I still see that. Wow. I would say, Papa, meet me here. And the thing is this. Here's what I would say. I, I say that hearing God is a gift because I asked for it, okay, and he gave it to me. The Bible says, if you seek, you will find. If you ask, you will receive. And so, how hungry are you for it? How earnest are you for it? How much do you want God? How much do you want to hear him? Um, and you also, have, it's a relationship. Yeah. And so you have to be consistent. It's just like you having someone that you call every time, or you talk to every time, or tells you that they love you every time. It's a two-way street, okay? And you have to build that relationship. For me, I hear God's voice. I hear him talk to me. Um, it's not like that for everybody. Some people, God speaks to them through dreams. Some people, God speaks to them through books. Some people, it's through movies. Some people, it's through songs. Some people, it's through other people okay you just have to build the relationship to the point where you understand and know how god speaks to you specifically and and you you recognize his voice when you hear it you recognize him wherever you see him okay recently one of my prayers has been god i want to see you in everything i want it to be that i'm looking at a key and i see you there you're teaching me something about that you're talking to me about this key you know, I want to see you in everything. I, I walk outside and everywhere I look into everybody's face, into every item I see, I see you. You know, so over time, yes, my heart desires have grown. And the truth is that it's out of the abundance of my heart that I am manifesting what it is that you see right now. So again, I would say, how much do you want it? How earnestly are you seeking him? Um, because as you seek, you will find, and as you ask, you will receive. So build your relationship, um, cultivate the relationship as well. You have to feed this relationship for it to grow, and you will get there, you will. Thank you so much. Um, me and this, can you just give your final advice to anyone listening to this who is going through so much pain? So can you just give us a final talk? Pain will pass. Mm. Pain is for a moment. Um, 
And when I say in moment, I want you to look at it this way. Look at it the way God looks at it. Okay. A thousand years is like a day in God's eyes. And so that's why I say it's for a moment. It may not feel like a moment, it may feel like a thousand years, but it will pass one day. And feel whatever it is that you're feeling. Feel it earnestly. Feel it. Um, but when you're done crying, when you're done feeling it, even if it's for a moment, get up and move, live your life, come back, if the tears come back, it's okay, cry it out, and then you move again. But I will also say this, even in this pain, know that God is with you. Um, look for him, yeah, look for him. Ask him your questions, even if you don't get the answers right now, ask him all the questions that you want. Um, tell him how you're feeling, be honest. Because if you can't be honest with God, I mean, who on earth can you be honest with? <laughs> mm. so, um, be honest with God, tell him how you're feeling. And know this. This was my mantra for a very, very long time. Affliction will not rise a second time. Yeah. Know that. Mm. Know that it will not. It's happened now, it will not happen again. And that's how you should fine tune your mind. And God is faithful. Oh, God is faithful. God loves you. God does. And he's right there. He's right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey. You're welcome. So, thank you. I said I'm over the moon. Thank you. Thank God. Thank God. Wow. Thank you so much, Ma. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being so real with us. Guys, I hope we have learned a lot from this episode. You can follow her on Instagram at Inyabasi and you can follow our therapy page too at Therapy Rooms. I know you'll surely be blessed. So we are almost wrapping up the pain series here. I know it's been a long time. Please don't forget to subscribe on Apple and Google and rate this podcast. Your rating goes a long way. Thank you so much for your love. Until we meet again, I'm still your host, Onome. You have my love.